Welcome to Audio Blobs. I'm Danny. I'm Matt. Welcome to uh, a NAM 2017 special, special, special. Yeah, special. we thought we'd do a little extra episode because we've been lusting over some things at NAM, and oh, we thought we'd good just grief. Yes, have we been lusting over some <laughs> things at NAM? Each of us have put together our own list of five things that really like a, caught our eye yeah, a little bit more five. than, than other stuff. Danny's top five and Matt's top five things of of wonder and delight that oh, you will want. Um, but we both put the same thing on our list. Yes. Okay. So, so in no particular order. This was actually, do you know what? I spotted this before Nam even opened its doors. Oh, okay. So I don't know where I found this on. Was it maybe on Reverb.com or Music Radar or something like okay. that? And it was it had the headline of, you know, has this already won at Nam before it's even started? It's one of these clickbait uh, things. Yeah, yeah. which, yes, I think it actually has. I think it has won at Nam. I think it's won everything, which is um, the. Is it called the plus pedal? The, the plus sustain pedal. Plus sustain pedal. Yeah. Which is basically a sustain pedal for any melodic instrument. Yeah, it's the same as what you have on a piano as well. And it looks like one as well. It's designed that's to what, look like... That's, which is that's what I like. Just the coolest thing. It it's looks like be a, a sustain pedal. It's going to be a nightmare on your pedal board <laughs> because it's going to be enormous. But it basically... it. You play a note, you stand on the pedal, and it sustains it. So there is a couple of things that do this already. There's the electroharmonics freeze. The freeze, yeah. Um, and there's a couple of others, I think. Um, but neither of them look like a piano sustain pedal. <laughs> and none of them have the amount of parameters as well that you can control, which I'd spotted as well. What have you got on this? You've got like a I I took a sustain, release, of it. decay... Like the standard uh, a blend as well. ASDR um, type deal, isn't it? Uh, blend, rise, tail, and sustain. Okay, so you can you can manipulate yeah the sustain sound. You can also, and I'm not sure. I haven't looked much at the electroharmonics freeze, but with the uh, with the plus, you can grab up to five layers of sound. It says so. Basically, yes. you can stack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can grab a chord, and yeah. then you can say add some harmonic content on top of that chord by grabbing other notes. I'm not sure how. You tell it. I don't know if by default it just stacks every, all all five previous things I don't know before either, it starts deleting stuff. But um, there's a really good video of it of a guy playing guitar and using it. Um, cool. and that's at pluspedal.com. P L U S pedal.com. Where I found out about this was on Music Radar, which is musicradar.com. Okay, cool. Um, which is Nam 2017 has this plus pedal piano style sustain one Nam before <laughs> it's even started. Um, and I it, think it's I think it's pretty smart. It's a bit pricey. Have you seen the price? No, I haven't seen so the price. So it's retailing at uh, there's a pre-order price of 250. They're shipping it in June. Okay. So two two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh but the recommended retail on it is three hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. Which is quite a lot. It'd be interesting to get with one and play get one and play with it to see what it does so much better than the uh, than the freeze. Yeah, I mean, again, it's going to be one of those really specialist pedals. I'm never going to need one. I'd love one because I think it's very cool. But, you know, the, ty- the type of stuff that I'm doing, I'm just never going to need it. But yeah. if you're, you know, in that band that's doing a load of atmospheric, kind of lots of delay, stuff, ambient yeah. stuff, this is going to be perfect and right up your street. Yeah. Um, so that's the the first one, as I said, yeah. in no particular order of our lists that have now become four because we both picked the same thing. So yeah. do you want to go first? Yeah. So uh, the next thing that's on my list is 
I think, one of the coolest uh, microphone things that I've seen for ages. And everything should have lasers on it, which obviously Aston microphones. I'm using an Aston microphone right now to record. Um, We love their products. I think they're very cool. Uh, They sound great. They're just nice things. But they've decided to make this little pencil mic, which has got lasers on. Um, which I, I watched a little demo of the guy, and I, you know, it does serve a, it does serve a purpose, which oh, is basically when you're miking something up. If you do all your recording and then you want to re-record something at a later date, it gives you, you a can... much more accurate level of recall. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, it's uh, you know, it's a cardioid capsule microphone, um, and it's just you know, it's just a a good. It will be, it will be a good pencil microphone. Yeah, but it has this. But it has of, a laser. But it has a laser on it, which I is. We'll great. almost certainly be getting one. Um, just yes. because I'm a really big fan of Aston. Yeah. Um, I've got a. I've got the the Origin, which you're using at the moment. Yep. Um, their uh, reflection filter, the Halo, which is great. That they also announced That's at amazing. Nam, the purple one. It's yeah. Also purple. They also announced at Nam though that they're bringing out. Um, I think they've called it the Halo Shadow or something, which is just a black version. Okay. Um, which will be nice because I know that I kind of struggled with the fact it was purple to begin with. I just come It's on a now. selling point. It works for some people, for others it doesn't. But they're they're very quickly for me becoming a, a mark of quality. And they're, yeah. you know, they're they're a British company and they're very, very well made pieces of gear. Yeah. You know, that that origin um is just sturdy as anything and it looks great and it sounds great as well and the price point is ridiculous i think the origins i want to say 300 pounds let's have a quick look so the origin is uh about 220 pounds that's really it's really okay. affordable yeah, yeah. Really affordable. and i use it on a lot of things it's a it's a kind of it's it's my first mic that i chuck up on a vocalist and yeah. then i'll start swapping it out if it's not quite right for the job but most of the time it is good for the job um so i'm just trying to find some release dates for this one i think this is already out i have a feeling can you already order it i think you can already order these don't quote me on that (laughs) just quickly there's a disclaimer on the bottom of the page for this one which says caution class two laser device do not stare (laughs) into the beam brilliant i love that amazing uh gear for music's got it up for pre-order at 299 Okay. Pounds. You know, that's not too bad. Do you know when release date is Estimated yet? deliveries 1st of March. Okay. So actually, so, you can get your hands on this in the next in the two next months. In the next month or so, yeah. yeah. And it's it's a, a the kind of price point I expected for them. Yep. Um, yeah, and they've got lasers on, so they'll do your own lasers. light show. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, uh, what's next on your list? Next on my list is the uh, Waves Rhapsody Grand Piano Virtual Instrument. Oh, I saw this, but I didn't dive any further yeah, into it. Yeah, so I, th- I think uh, I picked it because it's kind of relevant mm-hmm. because we talked about the well, Electric the 200 yep. in the last podcast and their Electric Piano series are really good. And I feel like if Waves are are carrying on venturing into the virtual instrument market, yeah. then this is this is kind of the logical thing to go with next. It's yeah, a Grand definitely. Piano. You know the as we said in our previous podcast, those the the usability and the quality of those yeah. electric pianos is great. So if this is in the same ballpark as them, and if they can price it in the same ballpark as them, so if we're looking at a kind of early introductory offer of about thirty nine dollars, yeah, with a kind of long term price of eighty to ninety dollars, it's going to be. A I think very it's going to be a, a way very to get, very yeah. good grand piano. Yeah, um, you definitely. know, waves are always always quality. 
Um, there isn't a price or a release date yet, but I'm assuming that kind of price bracket that we're yeah. looking at with the electric stuff. I just think it looks really good, uh, and I'm kind of looking forward to get my hands on it. Yeah, well, I'm sure that will be in your... I'm sure you'll get it as soon as it comes out. I've actually. got so many pianos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, well, well another one you're not going to notice then, I are do you? not need any more pianos, <laughs> but I'll probably get it out of some weird sense of obligation to own every virtual piano in the world. <laughs> uh, what else did you spot? Okay, so the next thing that's on my list um, is uh, the new universal or the new or the redesigned, I should say, universal audio Apollo twin uh, interface. Um, so I've been using just a you know a standard Focusrite Scarlet yeah. interface, which is a good as a good interface, oh, great. which is a good thing. But these things are fantastic, these Apollos, because you've used them before. I've used yeah, them in used a couple have, of studios. I used to have the 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 original Apollo Twin. Yeah. So the Mark II is just is just a redesigned version, basically, isn't it? It's just, just an updated upgraded, version. Yeah bits and pieces on it um, i mean the the universal apollo interfaces are, are great the whole uh the whole line of apollo stuff they've got is absolutely brilliant yeah um and i was going to talk about them in a minute when we talk about slate uh oh, yeah but i think that with the the twin is a really good place to get you into uh the dsp stuff so their uad processing yep um you can get those really great universal audio plugins and you get the DSP chip to power them in the twin. Yeah. So you can get really low latency tracking. Yeah. You can use, you know, you can also high quality kind of, compressors. And... I was going to say, but you can also, it, they've got like that emulation software. So you can emulate yeah. old tube and solid state preamps yeah. and all the, the, like the really lovely classic Neve stuff. Um, I've not actually played around with it. So we should maybe see if we can get our hands on one. Yeah, they're, they're good. The, the plugins are expensive, to say the least. I mean, I've got a load of UAD plugins, they are not cheap. But uh, assuming when you buy one of these, because when I bought my twin, it came with kind of a set of plugins, some, some compressors, a... some EQs, yeah. and things like that. Um, they 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 bundled it in together, so you you will start with something good to work on. It's a great little. I mean, for them to have updated it makes perfect sense because the Apollo is was you know when we were in university, yeah. a lot of guys had an Apollo, yeah, because it's an affordable really high quality sounding if you just need one or two channels if you're just recording a bit of acoustic guitar or vocals at home yeah, it's spot sure. on it's got everything you want from an interface on it basically or even if you're doing something like a podcast or even if you're doing something perfect. like it would be perfect for a podcast it would be perfect we don't for a need podcast. all this gear well no it's a bit excessive <laughs> i mean what i will say is that the prices of these reflect the quality so it is a case of you get what you pay for yeah um, they are more expensive than your standard kind of two, two channel two focus channel right interface. interfaces. Yeah. yeah, but you get um, you're getting much higher quality mic pre's. Oh my god! Plus yeah. you're getting the uh, the the DSP processing yeah. for your plugins. Um, am I right in saying these run on Thunderbolt and you can link them together? You can. You can daisy chain them. Yeah. yeah. So if you you know if you need more. What you can do, and what I actually considered for a while, is if you've got the Apollo Twin, it's a nice little kind of unit that sits on your desk. It's a good little monitor control. Mm -hmm. But what you can do is you can daisy chain it. Uh, if you wanted to expand, you can go and get something like an Apollo 8. So the 8 is just an uh, 8-channel um, interface, and yep. the 8P is 8 <clears throat> with mic preamps. Yeah. Um, 
and those you know those uh preamp emulators you were talking about you can run them across all your preamps and right and you can you know just expand that's the lovely thing about the universal audio yes. stuff if it's really expandable yep. the old silver face stuff loads of people are running them because you could just build you know you could start with a smaller setup and build on it over time well this is the thing isn't it it's it's, it's the initial purchase of a, a two channel interface kind of hurts a little bit but there's the option to make it quite a lot big well inf- almost infinitely bigger the more you want to add to it because you can just keep daisy chaining and daisy chaining yeah um no so that's uh, another nice thing that caught my uh, caught my eye yeah so the that kind of leads us on quite nicely talking about um apollos is to the slate virtual recording studio yeah this was on my list of potentials. worst name ever yeah vrs come on <laughs> steven's late get your act together that's uh, not cool it's bad it's bad but i think it's quite interesting it's not a virtual recording studio it's an interface yes let's be honest yeah well, what uh, they're what they're doing is they're trying to package all of their previous offerings some of which we've talked about so the um the, the everything bundle that they do, yeah. that we've looked at a couple of the yeah. things, uh, their virtual microphone system. Yes, so this which is what is, got me onto it. Yeah, so it's their, we haven't actually talked about it on the podcast, but it's uh, kind of the microphone emulation thing. So the idea is it's a really flat microphone, really flat preamp, yeah. and then you can impose the character of classic microphones onto yeah. it. Um, so if you want a really old school ribbon mic and that you found somewhere that you want... Yeah, it's, you it's, can... You, you can, can Emulate you can it. emulate that sound, yeah. And so what this what this uh, virtual recording studio is is a culmination of all of these things. And they've announced this with um, also an update. So along with the ML1, which is their large diaphragm condenser, okay. they're now doing little small diaphragm pencil condensers, Ooh, nice. uh, which they've called the ML2. Basically, it's an 8-channel super low-latency interface. Works on Thunderbolt if you want to plug it into your Mac. It works. Uh, you can get a little PCIe card for mm-hmm. PC, and I think it's a HDMI cable it runs over. Oh, cool! The whole point of it being that it's seriously low um, latency, yeah. And you can use things like their virtual microphone plugins to make it to to set it up in a way that you want. So essentially, their idea yeah. is you can mic an entire band with these small and large diaphragm condensers that yep. they offer the ML1 and the ML2 and then you can pick you digitally change you digitally the pick what microphone want. is what on which source which i i kind of like the idea again because it means that you can i don't know whether i don't know whether you like this idea or not but it means that you can get everything in one place and in theory you can record everything using the microphones and then change it. Yes. Which I kind of like. As a, as someone who, you know, I, microphones aren't my thing, really. You know, they are your thing. I know you yeah. like different microphones. For me, having five microphones that I could potentially get very close to very high quality and interesting and vintage and quirky microphones... You know, being able to have five that I can do all of that with is way more appealing than, than having one microphone thousands. that does one. And yeah, and spending tens of yeah. thousands to get the same collection of mics. It's, yeah, I think it is. Um, I'm just a bit apprehensive about it because every so often some new modeling technology appears on yeah. the market. Yeah. And a few years down the line, it's 
just disappeared because actually it wasn't that great. Yeah. Um, well, I, I am of... always of the opinion that I would rather have a load of microphones. And that kind of brings me on to the pricing of the VRS. Okay. So the interface, and bearing in mind this is just a eight-channel interface, is two, two grand. Eight-channel interface. Okay. It's two grand. So just for, for comparison, the Universal Audio Apollo 8 which is basically what this is. Yeah. Okay. In terms of spec, it's eight mic pre's, two yep. headphone outs, and a monitor section. Is two thousand one hundred and forty quid. But I just, I just, Universal Audio have a history of making very good mic pre's. Yeah. Slate are coming in at this from a very different angle, which is these are our flat mic pre's, and this is the software digitally making them sound better. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm just a bit apprehensive about that stuff. If I want a really great mic pre, I'll just buy a really great outboard mic pre. And I get that not everybody's going to do that and it costs a lot of money. This The the, the Slate thing isn't for me. It's great, though. Yep. It for is me, great. it's perfect. It's exactly yes, what I yes, would want. and I think that's what um, I'm getting at. Yeah. I mean, but again, all of this stuff, you know, is going to really kind of butter someone's muffin or it's going to really not. It's, yeah. You know, it's... Where, where the... Um, the VRS, the Slate VRS gets interesting is when you start looking at the bundles that they're offering. I haven't looked at any So of for three grand, you can get the interface, one of the ML1s, which is their large diaphragm condensers, mm-hmm. five of the ML2s, which is the small diaphragm condensers, and a year's subscription to the plugins. So it's basically a drum set of mics... And, pretty much, and, uh, and and all the plugins, and all the plugins, and it's and that's where they're coming at it from this virtual recording studio yeah. side. Is they're basically saying for three grand, here you go, here's a recording studio. Now you for... can do everything you need to do for three grand. Yeah. However many years ago, still sat in my bedroom, I would have bought one of these oh, without a shadow of a doubt. I still would. Yeah. I might even. Um, <laughs> okay. So, what else have we got? So what else we've got? Hang on. Oh, right. So this is my favorite guitar pedal company on the planet, Chase Bliss Audio. Uh, Joel Court over in the States. We've actually, well, we're going to look at one of his pedals because I have one. Um, it was the only one I could afford. Um <laughs> This is uh, his new venture kind of out of the modulation and delay world and into fuzz, overdrive and gain. So this is the Chase Bliss Audio Brothers. This, you know, I've, I've looked at a couple of audio examples and it just does that old school, you know, cranked amp thing, fuzz, 70s fuzz. It seems like it can perfectly. do a lot. It's, so he's brought out two things at NAMM. He brought out the Brothers which is basically an A-B side um, overdrive fuzz, which is stackable depending, and you can change so many parameters, the gain of each one, the tone of each one, which one is a fuzz, which one is an overdrive, which one is a boost channel. So it's two separate gain stages in a single pedal. Yeah, so there's an A side and there's a B side, which you can either have, you can either have each either one on or you can stack each one in either direction so you can either cascade a into b or b into a oh wow um which is like the um i've got the uh, the, the BB. exotics bb plus yeah. and you can do that so it's fa- it's similar in that um it's got their little switch in the middle which allows you to select favorites so to the yeah. left it's one favorite setting of two and to the right it's another one and then in the middle you've got another so 
technically you could have six at your disposal, <laughs> six different overdrive Six different settings. overdrives on a pedal. It's got the huge, ridiculous range of... Um, dip switches on the back of it again you know there's another 16 dip switches that allow you to control different parameters this with an expression that, that pedal pedals are super customizable it's just to ridiculous. get the sound you want he's also so the favorite switch for this one is as it always is in all of the um chase bliss stuff is right in the middle of the two foot switches he's also brought out a little pedal called the faves pedal okay which I think goes into either the expression or it goes into the EXT. It goes into one of, not the in or the out, it yeah. goes into one of the other jack sockets, which allows you to select between so a, the favorites. It's a foot selector like a, to, to allow you to switch the favorites button yeah. with your foot, basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he's also brought out that, which is well worth checking out. Um, these are pre-order... In February, sort of the back end of February, and then going for delivery and release at the end of March. How much? Um, they are the same price as all the other pedals. Oh, okay. Which is not bad. You know, it's 350 quid. Yeah, but they're quality pedals. They are just the most beautifully made pedals out there at the minute. There's a couple of things that are up with there, but um, Joel caught at... Uh, Chase Bliss just makes the most wonderful things. If you don't know about them, basically it's digital flexibility and precision control with analog sound analog and circuitry. circuitry. Yeah. Um, so there's the kind of the the two layers working working together really well. Um, yeah. He's are... also working at the minute um, with a couple of companies that are now linking all this up with MIDI as well. So if you're looking oh, cool. at like the delay pedals, which is his tonal recall, and yeah. there's uh, the womb tone and uh, and the vinyl and and everything else, the gravitas. Um, they're now starting to. They've been controlled by MIDI for a while, but they're now much more in They're control. trying to make that more accessible to people. Yeah. And... So if you're running, you know, if you're running a big gig rig um, G2 system or, you know, one of the music on uh, MIDI foot switches and things like yeah. that, then this can also be all controlled by nice. all of those things as well. Uh, well worth checking out. You can find all, everything you're going to need to know at chaseblissaudio.com. Just go and have a look. Um, and Joel's a lovely guy. I've spoken to him a couple of times and he's just a real sweetie and just super <laughs> helpful. Sweetie. He is really, really <laughs> lovely guy i like him a lot nice excellent uh i'm gonna go a little bit nerdy nerd on okay my penultimate choice um which is blue cat audio's patchwork 2 so they've released an update <laughs> basically it, it's i i use it all the time so this is kind of why it's on there for me but it's a tool so it's not like flashy bells and whistles and oh look at these exciting sounds it can make it's basically a host for plugins okay so it's a plugin within which you can host plugins so i use it for two things one is hosting vsts with inside pro tools because you can't do that natively okay but the other thing is you can it's basic they describe it as a, a digital patch bay so you, you can put in for instance your piano vst and then you can run that into a, a delay and a reverb and a modulation and you can patch them in in different orders in oh, series cool. or in parallel and then you can just save that as an instrument and then it's a one button recall to get that instrument so instead oh, of having cool. it all in a channel strip and remembering to save that channel strip yeah. you just build it as a plug-in preset and then you load up patchwork and you 
open your preset. Yeah. It's just a really, really useful tool. Um, they make some really great stuff. I think at some point we're going to look at their, uh, is it the Destructor? Oh, which yeah. is their, um, their amp modeling software. Yep. Yep. And they're really, really affordable. I'm a big, big fan of Blue Cat. And they've just given um, Patchwork a big kind of... Uh, user face overhaul and cool. they've just added a load of new features just to streamline the whole thing so i'm great i'm uh, it quite looks looking great. forward I mean, to yeah from the screenshots it looks it looks super yeah and patchwork just, the original yeah, patchwork's a, a bit ugly has to be said so i'm glad <laughs> looks, to see that it looks great now it looks pretty now okay um so yeah not the most exciting thing in the world but it's one of my most used things okay. so to see that they've brought an update out for it i think is really great sounds good Okay, so I'm going to look at something that's not strictly NAM because it came out a little bit before NAM. Okay, I'll uh, forgive you. But but it, it's it's been everywhere, all over my uh, Facebook timeline. Every live sound engineer's gone. Oh well, now everything else is redundant. <laughs> um, and this is the new Digico um, S31, which is a monster of a live mixing desk. It is just ridiculous so digico have been making those huge consoles that you know you see pretty much everywhere in-house at you know big wembley stadium twickenham stadium yeah. you know all those places um and the s31 is just is their new is their new interface it's got 40 so let me just read you. So this is the main features. This is straight off their website. There's 40 flexi input channels, which I think means that it's 40 of whatever you want They're going like in. combi input things, yeah. yeah. Uh, 16 aux slash basically buses. Uh, left and right master bus, of course. You've got 10 times 8 full processing matrix, 2 solo. Um, there's four different dynamic uh, EQs that you can use. Um it uses tubes, so there's four digi tubes that you've got okay. in there as well. Uh, four different assignable multiband compressors, and I believe you can assign different ones and save them to particular settings. So if you're doing a lot with one band and you know that this compressor works with, you know, that bass sound or that DI sound, then you can just do all of that. Um, eight digital effects, uh, sixteen different assignable graphic EQs, um, optional waves integration as well. Um, which is kind of cool. Um, uh, 96 uh, kilohertz sample rates. Um, what most are now also doing is this all runs off iPads and iPhones. Yeah. So, you know, you can be the guy that goes and sorts itself out. This is a huge, huge piece of kit, though. This is not for something that you're going to take and, you know, use down the dog and duck. You know, this is for serious live sound engineers. Yeah. It's a it's a real beast. Everyone seems to be chatting about it. Everyone seems to be saying this is fantastic. They've been running workshops recently uh, and doing lots of training. Again, this is a, a pretty serious piece of kit, which is going to need to be trained. You're not just going to be able to rock up to this thing and, and know yeah. where where you know where all the buttons are. Um, it's Digico as well, so it's going to be good. Yes, I'm just trying are. to find a price for it because their S21 is about six grand. Yeah, and this, this is like fifty percent of that tacked on the end of it. It is. Yeah, I how think how much are they? I have a feeling it? these start at around twelve, twelve and a half grand, Eesh. something like that. Yeah, which that's a lot of money. Is a lot of money, but 
Do you know what? I I would buy it if I it, if I was it. doing <laughs> if I was doing these kind of gigs. You know, if I was running those big shows, if I was you know had a big company that was taking out huge amounts of PA. I mean, yeah. this is for really this is not for running you know two tops and a no, base this bin. Is this for, is for this running is for line venues. array systems. Yeah. You know, um, fantastic thing. Go and check them out. You can find them digico.biz, a B-I-Z. Biz. Um, so, yeah, so that's that was the last thing. Not really something from Nam. Um, I do have one more thing from Nam if we're going to go there. But um, Well, I have an honourable mention, so we'll each do a I've little got an quick honourable mention. I've got a couple of those as well. Um, okay, so the last thing that caught my eye was uh, Teenage Engineering's PO32 Tonic. They've called it. Okay. I love Teenage Engineering. Um, <laughs> I think they're just the coolest little company. Uh, they make like little hardware synths at really, really, really affordable price points. Cool. And it's just a really good place for people to get into sequencing and synthesis. It's just, it fits in the palm of your hand and you plug in a little 3.5 mil headphone jack and that's yeah. the output. And I just think they're great. And what they've done awesome. with this one is they've teamed up with the guy who created uh, Microtonic, which is like a drum percussion plug-in. Okay. And you can now basically beam the sounds you've made on Microtonic. Is this the little chip, like a sort of slightly large, like an iPhone? Like a big credit like, card. Like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was literally yeah. just looking for this because yeah. I was like, this has got this. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, so you can beam... It works very similarly to uh, the TC, the TC stuff. Yeah, yeah. the um, what do you call it? The tone print. Tone print thing. Yeah. So basically, if you've designed a, a sound in Microtonic running on your computer in the in the program, you it just makes a little noise out of your speakers. You just like a little signal. Yeah. And the uh, the the teenage engineering hardware has a tiny microphone on it, so you just put it near your computer speakers, and you can send that. Uh, sound into the programming on the synth and then you can use it. You can use it in your sequence, in your drum yeah, loops, yeah, yeah. in your programming, all of that. Um, they've, so, they've got a lot of little synths. They're all that kind of size, that like iPhone, iPad mini, somewhere between yeah. the two of them kind of size. And they're just really, really affordable. The uh, PO32 is shipping in April uh, for $90. That's really good. Or What's you that, can you can get it bundled. Yeah, you can get it bundled with the Microtonic software for one hundred and forty dollars. And I just think, you know, for for people getting into learning about sequencing and synthesis and stuff like that, I think they're just a really great company. And they've got cute little animations on the screen as well, like their yes. sub, which is the base one, um, the base synthesizer. Uh, it's got a picture of a submarine and all the little guys working in the submarine yeah. and they change what they're doing depending on how you modulate it. <laughs> it's really good. They're yeah, a really great really, little company. Really they're worth checking out. Do you know what it looks like? It looks like a calculator. It does. That's yes, what it looks that's exactly like. what it looks like. Uh, but you can go and check them out. They are com. Yeah. Well loads worth, of very good things. Well worth looking at. A quick honourable mention from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Empirical Labs who make the distressor, the the hardware compressor, finally brought out, finally announced their compressor plug-in. Ready for this? It's called the Arouser. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, People have been asking them for a long time. They've been saying, yes, we'll do a a software compressor. We'll get there. We'll do it. We'll make a plug-in. Um, it's very similar in how it looks to the distressor. Right. Which Um, looks fantastic. It's a great, great bit of kit. Um, and 
this is going to be very much the same sound. I don't know how different to the Distressor it is, but it's just really nice to see that they've actually finally made it. Fantastic. After all these years after, of people asking them. <laughs> after all those years of people going, please, yeah. please do this. Yeah. Um, my honourable mention goes to the Martin Guitar Company, who have finally finished their two millionth guitar Oh, I saw a picture of this. Yeah, so... God, that thing looks good. Yeah, it is... You know, it's a sort of a Dreadnought kind of style. It's not one of their triple O's. It's a sort of a Dreadnought. I don't know what their the Martin name of it is called. Yeah. Um, no cutaway, but the inlaying... I know. It's on the so guitar, pretty. Just the look of it. I, you know, I, I, it's never going to go up for sale, I, but I would be terrified at the cost of it but it is the most gorgeous thing i will find post a photo a of it and post a picture yeah, on instagram yeah, definitely because it is They've, a beautiful thing actually do you know the nam show if you, you know if you've been following us i've been trying to repost as much of the nam show stuff as i can but I, i've failed to keep up with it horribly <laughs> um, but they've done a little a little video so i shall repost that as we speak and awesome. get it up there so that will be on instagram uh yes yeah, so please come and find us uh instagram is at audio blobs twitter at audio blobs cast facebook forward slash audio blobs awesome and we'll see you for another one next week uh yes we shall see you next wednesday Bye. see you later <laughs>